Hello, and welcome to the Astro Lounge podcast. My name is Orpheus Von Doom, and people call me Orpheus to save some time. It's been a long time since I've done this uh, podcast. Far, far, far too long to the point where I feel like I am super dull and my blade is not sharp at all because this is my third take of trying to do this and I'm realizing, damn, it's been a long time since I've just been able to free flow with my mind and just talk and talk and talk throughout the podcast. But let's get it started. Well, welcome to the Astro Lounge Podcast. If this is your first time, thank you so much for taking and participating and listening. And if you really like it, share it with amongst your friends, your family, or the people you fucking despise. All right, so this is how. <laughs> let's get it started. All right, so since my last podcast episode, which was back in March, I believe, or it was in March, um, I've done a lot of things since. And uh, first, I released an album called Black Widow by Orpheus Von Doom. I released a single called Miracle by Orpheus Von Doom. And, uh, oh, and I just released Mistress of Taboo on my birthday, July 28. Uh, it's a single. I highly recommend that, uh, listening to it. That's kind of douchey of me to say, me saying I recommend it. But, you know, I put in a lot of work into that song. And I'm, I don't know, I, I, I'm excited to play it live. And on top of that, I just, uh, whoever listens to it, thank you so much. Or who has listened to my album or any of my uh artistry to has who has observed listened or anything thank you so 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 much every single um view like and uh, just anything or even comment that's good or bad shit fuck it it's it, it really it really means a lot to me because hey it's a lot of work sometimes and it's something that it's an expression of the mind and soul so thank you so much for all of you that have listened and uh, never think that I take any of that uh, for granted. But let's start off on a happy note. Welcome back to the Astro Lounge podcast. I keep wanting to say studios because technically I am recording it at Astro Lounge Studios, which is my personal home studio. Slash, it is the Astro Lounge podcast. Slash, I have a song from the theme song of this called the Astro Lounge. So uh, thank you. But anyway... Uh, thank you in the sense of listening and just coming and listen, uh, listening to me talk. <laughs> I'm laughing because I said thank you as if I'm thanking myself. And I just sound that that was absurd. But anyway, <laughs> my top three, I want to introduce this little segment called my top three of the week uh, where I introduce three albums whenever I do this podcast or whoever is the guest. I will ask them three albums, artists, or anything, whatever the fuck they recommend, whether it may be books, uh, art, pieces, movies, films, slash films, short films, uh, slash albums, slash artists, slash blah, 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 you fucking name it, right? Whatever comes to their mind. It could even be top mechanic shops, top three mechanic shops, and blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck, right? Whatever you like, whatever you dig. But this is my top three of this week. So for all of you who know me, I'm a huge fan of this of this uh, band called Parquet Courts, which consists of consists of four members: Andrew Savage, which is the main singer slash I think lead guitarist or rhythm. It doesn't really matter. Just one of the guitarists. Um, Austin Brown, the other guitarist slash keyboardist. Sean Yeadon, which is the bassist of the band. Which shout out to Sean Yeadon because. If you're listening to this for some reason, I would really appreciate it. 
thank you for putting me on your story. Not long ago, I did a story on my Instagram, Orpheus Von Doom Official, at Orpheus Von Doom Official, where <laughs> I did a bass cover of what he plays in the song, which is an articulate, beautiful fucking, uh, just, just, it's just, it's such a beautiful fucking rhythm that he created and riff for a bass uh, on the song Total Football from the album Wide Awake Parquet Courts, which is my uh, one of the week. Wide Awake, the album Wide Awake by Parquet Courts. This album is fucking magnificent on so many levels, and I just highly recommend it. Um, I went to see them in 2021, which was last year, November, and I swear to you, I hate to say it, and I don't hate to say it, I love to say it, but I have to say that I would have seen concerts such as Paul McCartney Live. I have seen a plethora of artists. I have seen, my first concert ever was Fall Out Boy when I, when I was little. I've seen Santana, I've seen Paul McCartney, I've seen, you name it, I've seen so many artists in my times. And I can't wait to see many more. But what I'm trying to say is that Parquet Court put on a magnificent show to the point that I'll say that it's been my favorite so far. And Parquet Courts, if you're listening. Oh, and I forgot to say, and I feel like such an asshole. And the last member is Max Savage, which is the brother of Andrew Savage. So it's two brothers and then two friends and four friends technically in total. But. Max Savage is the drummer. I am so sorry for mentioning you last. But anyway, um, Parquet Courts is a magnificent band. If you get the opportunity to see them live, take it. It's it's the most wonderful show I've seen in such a long time. And I was right in front of them, right in front of them. And there was like a magnificent amount of people, over a thousand in attendance or plus, maybe f like 4,000. I don't know how many people. There was a lot of people that day. So I went to see them in 2021. Funny enough, back in 2018, I went to the festival Austin City Limits in Austin, Texas. Well, this was a magnificent, magnificent time for me. And I have such beautiful, 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 magnificent stories from those three days. But funny enough, back in 2018, I did not know who they were. And shockingly, I got into them in 2020 around when the pandemic started but the thing that I'm trying to say is that in 2018, I saw them live not knowing who Parquet Courts was. Because if you've been to a festival, obviously they throw, not obviously, if you haven't been to one, the way it works is that they throw out a bunch of shows, a bunch of bands uh, from all sorts, depending on the theme of the of the festival. Um, but there's a bunch of bands that you get to see and new bands that you start to figure out and or not figure out but that you discover and that just you fall in love with because as you've seen some people live it's way different from their uh, albums and, and from the studio versions seeing some artists live man you see their truest potential and it's just a beautiful gorgeous scenery and it just leaves you with this magnificent story that when you're older, you can say, man, at least I fucking saw them. Like, as for example, when I saw Santana, man, that was groovy, man. There was a moment when Santana, while he was playing in the middle. Uh, so it was at the <laughs> at the Texas Rodeo, actually, funny enough. Uh, livestock and something show. But anyway, at the Rodeo in Houston, Texas. And when I went to go see Santana, 
there was this one moment where he plays this song called In Search of Mona Lisa, and or I think it's from the EP In Search of Mona Lisa uh, and Santana, in the middle of this fucking outrageous, like, one-in-a-lifetime concert. Uh, the whole time, by the way, the if you've ever been to the... Well, if you have not been to the Texas Livestock Rodeo and seen any of their performances, what happens is that there's, there is this stage in the middle of this stadium. And it's not like your traditional stage where it's put onto one side and everybody's on the other side just staring. No, like the way this is set up, it's a big ass circle of a stage in the middle and everybody 360 is watching the performer but the whole entire time the stage is rotating slowly obviously not fucking fast enough for the people to fall and and um trip but what happens is that as it is turning the lights are going on and off and you know it's a light show so you know so they only introduce really big names uh, i think kiss has played there a few times uh Selena played there in 1995. I think that was her last concert. And um, Santana, when I went, which I think, what year was it? I think it was 2019. I think it was like around March in 2019. And I went to go see him or them, well, because technically it's the band, but Carlos Santana. And there's this one moment in the show where as the circle is spinning, the lights go out, and it's just him performing. And it was just fucking beautiful, man. Chef's kiss. And if you want to check that out, I think I don't I forgot the name of the song, but I think it's in search of Mona Lisa or something. But it's the one it's an EP that Santana released. I think it's a four EP. It's called In Search of Mona Lisa. And I don't know what song it is, but it's the one where it starts with a guitar and it's just him playing. But, oh, man, it's one. it's it's really a, it was a really gorgeous performance. Hold on, give me one second. I think I messed up the mic a little bit. But as I said, Carlos Santana killed it, and it was just a beautiful, magnificent performance that I'll never forget. Anyway, my top one, Wide Awake by Parquet Courts. That album is just truly magnificent, and it's it's really brought to me some great memories. So, oh yeah, shout out to Sario, if you're listening to this, because I went with him to see it. We're in, uh, we went on this little trip, my friend Sario and I, where we went to San Antonio to see uh, the drums, and... It's that like it's it's the band that performs that song called Money, which is really famous on TikTok. I forgot how it goes. Don't ask me. But then uh, the next day we went to Austin, Texas, and we got to see Par- uh, Parquet Courts, which was just beautiful again. Anyway, that's my number one. My number two is a Sextile. This fucking band that I saw in Pasadena, California, when I went with my brothers Eli and Ivan. Um, we went on a trip to Pasadena, California, and we spent it really well. It was really beautiful, <laughs> and I really loved it. I had a lot of fun over there, but the groovy thing was is that we went to this um, festival called the Crew World. Crew World uh, was a lot of, like, how would I explain this? Like, a lot of synthwave uh, goth music, but it was really fucking amazing, and I loved it. Um, I went to see... Originally, what I who I wanted to see, funny enough, 
uh, Devo was performing, and and that's not goth music, by the way. I'm just generalizing and being an asshole. But um, there was uh, bands like Bauhaus, Devo, Blondie, uh, The Damned, uh, Sextile, Automatic. Uh, who else was there? There was a bunch of bands. Berlin. Uh, just a bunch of fucking, there's this one that, I, oh, the Meteors, and the Meteors, there was a bunch of bands, like, there was, like, 20-plus bands performing that day, and <clears throat> it was a two-day show, we went on a Sunday, which was the second day, and boy, man, was it just a, a wild time, man, it was really groovy around being with people, your friends, your family, it, it was pretty dope, and so, I had a lot of fun, but there was this one band, that stood out amongst all of them. Aside from Bauhaus. Bauhaus and Blondie and Devo, they fucking killed it. But still, there was this one band. And they have this album called Three. Like the number three. Not like the word three, the number three. And it's by Sextile. I highly recommend listening to that album. It is industrial in a sense. But it is poppy, it's dance-worthy, it's beautiful, and I fucking love it. Sextile is a band that, since I saw them live, has inspired me to do songs like my new, my song, my new song, Mistress of Taboo. It's highly inspired by this band, Sextile, that I saw live. And it's one of the few performances that I've seen live that made me dance the whole fucking time. Like, there was not one moment that I did not stop dancing, which, I mean... If people know me, I dance all the fucking time, but this show was beautiful. And a sextile um, has a very interesting history. I don't perfectly know the history behind this band, but I know that it started with three members, I think. I think that's why they called the album three. But I know the, the, the main is Michael and Melissa. Michael something and Melissa Scatudo. I'm not truly sure. I apologize if I'm messing up the name, but Sextile. I highly recommend it. And number three. Funny enough, speaking ironically about a band, I mean an album called Three. But my top three pick of this week is um, this beautiful album that because I'm such a fanboy of um, Parquet Chords, I searched into them and A Savage is what he goes under. Andrew Savage, the main singer of the band, uh, created his own individual album called Thawing Dawn by A. Savage, A. Dot Savage. And <clears throat> I want to say, honestly, the whole album is perfect from beginning to end. It's, it's just a vibe overall. But the one song that just stands up to me, stands out to me, that brings me, I don't know, this dilemma of how beautiful music can be and how many... Um, like the, how could I describe this song? It's a it's a it's a puzzle piece that you put together throughout the whole song. What I mean by that is because there are so many changes in the song, and it's called "Thawing Dawn" by A Savage in the album "Thawing Dawn." It's the title uh, song of the album. It's the last song in the album "Thawing Dawn." Thawing Dawn, T-H-A-W-I-N-G space D-A-W-N by A. Savage. Uh, Thawing Dawn. This album is magnificent. It's beautiful. But this last song in this album truly stood out to me. It was so wonderful. <laughs> and I really, 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 really loved it. Uh, the reason I love it is because 
not only is the message behind it, like what he says throughout the song, just very impacting to me. And obviously the riffs and the music and the beat and everything is superb. But I like how he breaks the fourth wall towards the end of the song where he goes, of all the pieces I've combined. And it's funny because throughout the whole song, there's so many switches. I think there's like six switches. And, and they're not like, obviously they all flow together. Or not obviously, I keep saying obviously, but it's not obvious because you probably haven't heard it. But throughout the whole song, uh, there's many switches and changes. And I just really loved it. I really, 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 really loved all the switches. And I like how he breaks the fourth wall of all the pieces I've combined. Still the coolest picture yet. Is it something? And then just like, it's just beautiful. So I highly recommend the album, Fine Dawn. So to recap, Wide Awake, the album Wide Awake by Parquet Courts. Number three by Sextile and Thawing Dawn by A Savage. Thank you. That's my top three. Now moving on to the topic of life. Well, I hope that everybody uh, is having a good time in life. And I know sometimes that it could be fucking difficult and that sometimes we go through this deserted field of losing courage, losing um, to our anxiety, losing to our whatever we have. But I wish you all this one moment of peace and this moment that every single one of you who are listening and who are human and uh, can take a moment to be vulnerable to oneself that uh, I hope that peace and love. And I know that's corny to say, but I could even put the example of I hope the combination of illuminance, of delicacy and um, vulnerability and the sense that brings you wellness and good mental health uh it's really hard sometimes and i know how it is and um i wish you all beautiful people some wonderful times throughout this week i'll take a deep breath and we'll get through it but anyway now back to the show well i will keep it short to 30 minutes the new episodes of the Astro Lounge because I used to have them super duper long and I want to keep them short and in a confined space where you can listen to it and then you dig it and then you fucking blah 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 but my idea of it is that I do want to have performers in the future I wanted to do a song today but not yet I kind of want to speak and uh, just speak to the people man speak to you all speak to uh whoever's listening kind of regain this balance of what this show is what the show was and uh introduce new topics new this new that because my original idea was always for it to be just free-flowing but i want to take a second uh to kind of uh tell myself somebody who inspired me to restart my podcast again because it was catching steam early on and you know shit happened so i stopped and um i just i don't know i got away from it and i kind of miss it now that i'm doing it i'm getting that free flow of conversation with myself i don't know it's really fantastic and i like to have fun with it and uh, i don't know man it's, it's, it's a moment for me to express what i am and I just want to give a quick shout out to Danny DeVito. No, I'm just kidding. No, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Napalm Nanny from the podcast, Napalm Nanny and the Shack. This podcast is beautiful. It's wonderful. And overall, just a groovy fucking thing. It's uh, by a friend of mine uh, called Napalm Nanny. Uh, 
she's out there in Los Angeles, I believe, California. And she does this little podcast that I was happy and honored to be featured on. This podcast introduces great fucking musicians overall. And I'm not just, I'm not, I'm not saying that because I was on it. No, no, no. This is a part of me. This is, I'm just saying that she has had some amazing guests. Uh, people like artists from King Kong and the Barbecue Show. Uh, that one really stood out to me. That's really amazing. She just had a few, like, I think it was a puppeteer who was uh, their life work and the artist and this and that, who are just magnificent fucking people overall. overall. And the way she edits it is it's just fucking magnificent. I love how she's fucking edited all her uh, episodes. So check it out. If you want to check mine out, it's uh, number 143, Napalm Nanny and the Shack. I believe it's available wherever podcasts are streaming, but I highly recommend that. I just really, really, really dig that fucking show. And uh, thank you, Napalm Nanny, for having me on there. So I wanted to get on and just speak about how artists and the world and the people that we, uh, I mean, not idolize, but the people that people idolize, the people that we look up to how they change our culture and how beautiful and such a magnificent like philosophy that is although i truly believe that we as individuals should find our own true colors if i just had this conversation with my brother how a lot of people out there feel alienated they feel alienated and in a sense segregated because they are such unique esoteric individuals and the way they express themselves the way they introduce themselves, the way they are. You know, it's the typical uh, person that goes to a party and just feels like you're not even, you don't even fucking belong there. And although there are some of you that can create great friends and you're easygoing, there is still that moment where you're real with yourself and you feel like you don't belong. So to those people, it's okay to not feel like you fucking belong. It's okay to feel like you're an outcast. It's okay to be an outcast because it only means that the person that you end up with, possibly, or the people that become your friends, the people that you create and become your family, your chosen family, it just means that those people are true people to you. And in a sense, we have to run away from that validation that we may not, or that we may not get that validation from the average soul and the way i see that is that that's okay and that's a beauty and we shouldn't have the need to get the validation from your typical person and it's easier said than done obviously and some people have privileges that others don't and some people have the privilege to be able to be who they are and some people have a disability to not yet regardless There will come a time in a few years, in a few months, in a few days, a long fucking time from now, where you will be able to be yourself. And those who are true and that love who you are will become a magnet to you. I'm not saying you're better than anything. I'm not saying none of that. I'm just saying that like the sun and the planets that gravitate to it, you become a star in your own solar system. And I think that that's beautiful. And although sometimes we may feel lonely, and although sometimes we may feel like we lack what is the oomph in the world, I think 
we all have our unique special abilities with the people that are supposed to be in our lives. And I think that's beautiful. I think that that's not something that we truly speak about. It's a taboo subject because many people are scared. And for example, I'll give you a small story. I have a cousin named Oscar. I love him to death. So uh, my favorite cousin I have, and um, he and I, we've been through a lot together. And we've gone through experiences through life, yet we are so, we've gone through so many experiences through life that has put us in this, in this bond, this very unique esoteric bond that only he and I understand, yet we're so different. We're not alike in any sense, yet we are so alike. And I love you, Oscar, if you're listening, but... What I'm trying to say is we've both accepted our worlds, although we've come from way different backgrounds, yet the same background. And uh, we've come to this conclusion of you are what you are. I am what I am and you are what you are and I am what I am. But I still love you because I choose to be family with you because I know there's that same blood is thicker than water. And yeah, we are family, he and I. But what I'm trying to say is that you also get to decide who in your family is your family. And I truly believe in that. I, I truly believe that at one point in your life, when you're older and you're an adult, if you're younger listening, yeah, it may be hard right now, but in the future, it's plausible that you get to choose who your family is. And although it may seem obscene to some people, and some people might, the theory is that some people might think, how is that possible, Orpheus? There's no fucking way. If blood is thicker than water. Yes, you can choose. And you can't, I mean, you, technically, you can't choose who your family is. You can't. You're born and you're fucked with whatever you're given with. Those are the cards you're chosen with. But what I'm trying to say is that you get to choose if blood is thicker than water. And although it is an obscene thing, think about it. Marriage. Your parents your parents were strangers at once. They became family because they fell in love with one another. So if you question the theory, start questioning how everything around you works. So anyway, what I'm trying to say is you get to choose your chosen family. So anyway, there's this story uh, where I hang out with a lot of punks. And funny enough, there's a bad connotation, a bad image to punks. When in reality, social media fucked it all up. Yeah, there's punk rock and there's asshole punks. But that doesn't mean that there are some very unique punks. Such as, for example, Bad Brains. One of the most iconic, culturally well-rounded punk bands from, I believe, like the 80s, 90s, if I'm wrong, I apologize. 70s even, I think. But 80s, I think it's the 80s. They have a song where they talk about PMA, positive mental attitude, positive mental fucking attitude. It's all about that PMA. It's all about that positive mental attitude. That's such a strong, strong, strong fucking message. And because social media portrays punks as these pieces of shit, which not all of them are. And some of them are fucking great people. But... Because of the image, the visual that is portrayed on some of them. You know, they get fucking alienated and they think they're all fucking... So people get scared, basically, is what I'm trying to say. So I remember Oscar uh, 
met a few friends of mine who are punks and uh he was scared because one of them was all decked out in fucking leather patches everywhere chains and fucking spikes and fucking liberty spikes and uh, fucking actual spikes and knives and all this shit so oscar said oh that's fucking terrifying it ended up being that my friend riley was the one who was he was scared about and for those that you know that are friends of mine and family my friend riley is a fucking sweetheart man he's one of the nicest people i've ever met one of the nicest people i'll ever meet one of the gentlest souls i'll ever fucking uh, uh come to realize and meet that people are more human than you think so anyway what i'm trying to say is next time you see an image of a person and although it's fucking hard i do it all the time we all fucking do it we're all prejudiced as fuck i'm not gonna lie to you and say i'm not prejudiced sometimes and i am i'll fucking admit it to you but i don't know i think it's wonderful sometimes that some people can defy expectations my brother was telling me how he's always feel alienated because of how he dresses, because of how he is, and it sucks. And he's one of the nicest people I've ever fucking met. Although sometimes they put the act, the older brother, you know how they are. But they're nice people. So anyway, I guess the message of this fucking week is that sometimes learning from the people you least expect might defy the odds of what the universe is really like. Some people dress nice, act nice, but are fucking assholes, right? Some people dress gruesome, dress fucking horrid, but are sweethearts. Without bad, there's no good, and without good, there's no bad. So defy your expectations and learn from one another. I think it's beautiful to learn from one another because without it, what the fuck is the point of life? That's what the universe brought us to. I think that's our main lesson is to learn. And even if at the end it doesn't fucking matter, what else are you going to do in your fucking time? I mean, yeah, you can have fun, but you can learn too. And knowledge can also come from fun too, man. Such as the stories that I said earlier about parquet courts. Who would have fucking thought, man? But everybody has their own unique lessons in life. So anyway, I want to end it with this last message. Although we may look at ourselves in the mirror sometimes and think we are not beautiful. There is something that to somebody else is very unique. That you may not see. And sometimes I think that that's the beauty of life. That we are blind to ourselves. I think we should be blind to ourselves sometimes because when we uncover it, it means a lot more. The message is just more impactful. <sighs> so look outside yourself to see who you truly are sometimes. And although it's hard, it might not come in a day, it might not come in a week, it might not come in a fucking second, an hour, a day, a year, 10 years, a decade, a fucking 60 years, but eventually you'll see a spark of illuminance where you least expected in the midst of darkness. Much love to you all, and thank you again to the Astro Lounge Podcast. We're back, bitches. Universe in the long time.
Stay will pass, but I know I'm stuck inside. I will reach another. 